Welcome to the Dance Studio Empire podcast, a mix of business strategies, simple tips for studio growth and success with a touch of inspiration, motivation, plus raw and honest conversations to ensure you are building your studio empire. I'm your host, Jen Dalton, studio owner for 30 years, dance business coach, and author of the book, Teaching Dance Beyond the Steps. My business philosophy is creativity is our superpower. And I believe we all have the means and ability to infiltrate this into our studio. Just sometimes we can get too busy, distracted or overwhelmed to see that. And so this is exactly what I am here to help you do. Okay then, let's do this. Hit that subscribe button, sit back and relax. Now let's get ready to build your dance studio empire. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Studio Empire. Now this episode I'm going to be talking to you about four ways that you can increase the value of the students that you already have enrolled. Now I'm not sure if you listened to last week's episode but I talked about the most effective tool that I use for studio and revenue growth and it is my student value calculator. Now, this was something that I created over 10 years ago, and it was created when I was ready to take the leap to really grow and expand my business. And the reason I did it was simply because I'm a visual learner, and I found this to be a really simple way to look at the numbers. And then over the years, it actually became more valuable than I thought because it gave me other benefits, like it allowed me to identify areas where I could increase revenue so I could see where money potential was coming in. So then how I could increase it there. It also gave me an overview. So when I was speaking to parents and talking about enrolling their their children into my studio, I knew where I should be promoting and talking highly about. So promoting multiple classes, talking about workshops, encouraging them to do performances and concerts or recitals because I could see the value of what that brought to the business. Um, It was also really helpful for reassurance for me that my hard work was paying off because I could see, you know, I obviously you appreciate as well the hard work that goes into, for example, putting on the concert or a recital. But when you can see what the value of one student that attends your concert brings, then it helps make the hard work worth it. So there are definitely some benefits um, and you can still actually get this if you haven't already downloaded this student value calculator. I'm going to leave the link again at the bottom of the show notes so you can get it. You simply download it, you type in your numbers and then it's, it's there in front of you. So then you can work with that document. So then now what? Okay, so you now know these numbers you can now look at the way that you can increase the value of each student by looking at these numbers. Now, I'm going to, I've just broken it down into four simple ways that you can now start to increase the value of your students. The first one, it seems simple, but a lot of people struggle with it. And it's simply just to raise the prices, raise your prices of your classes, of your uniform, of your merchandise, anything that you sell within your studio you can slightly increase the price. And now some people really struggle with this because they feel guilty and, you know, all this. But remember the cost of life, the cost of running business is going up all the time. And so that needs to be reflected in our prices. Our rent goes up. 
what we pay our staff goes up, our insurances, our, our licenses, they're all increasing. So you should also be increasing your, your class costs as well. Um, now for me, and you know, I, of course I don't like putting my prices up as well, but how I do it is I basically will break the studio into two lots. I've got my senior school and I've got my junior school. And so I will just do each part of those on the alternate year. So one year I'll put up my senior school fees, then the following year I'll put up my junior school fees. So basically, if they're in junior school for several years in a row, it's only every couple of years that there's a price rise. And it's really small. It's like 50 cents. It's it's quite insignificant. So when it's spaced over like that, it, it softens the blow a little bit. But remember, everyone's living in the world that we're living in. So it's not that unexpected that prices go up because costs go up. So don't ever be afraid of that. But there's definitely a way. So again, looking at your calculator, if you just increase your student by, you know, an extra $100 for the year, then that will add up over time. So just have a little look at that, see where you can fix that. All right, the second way is to increase the number of classes that they take. So instead of coming and doing one, how can you encourage or make it easy for your students to take more than one class? Now, there are multiple ways to do this. One of the things is timetabling smarter. Now, how can you do that? That could be as simple as batching your ages together. It could be um, having multiple options on different days. So you've got you know, your seven and eight-year-olds on a Monday, and you've also got your seven and eight-year-olds on a Thursday. So it just gives an extra day option if that's possible for you. A really big one that I've found over the years is sibling consideration. Now, this is also going to be dependent on your venue. If you do have several studio spaces you can use at a time, I really encourage you to timetable. So your the ages are within a couple of years of each other. So if you think about a, a a family who is coming, generally there's one, two, two, three kids within a family, mum's coming to drop off. If there is an opportunity for their seven and eight-year-old to do a class at the same time as their five and six-year-old, then there's more chance that you'll get both of those kids because mum's coming anyway. It's like, okay, well, I can just drop you both off. So if that is a possibility to do, I highly recommend doing that. Um, you it not, not only increase the number of your um, enrollments but if you timetable and batch it batch your timetable cleverly then you'll have them stay for several classes in a row so that's just something to really think about and the other thing is just to really make dance as convenient as possible for your parents okay so get in the head of your parents what is it going to be like for them how easy can it be for them just to turn up drop their kids off you know what what can you do can you make the, the class run for two two hours <clears throat> so that they can sit on their laptop at a, at a cafe, have a coffee, do some work. Can they duck up to Coles and do some shopping? Things like that. Try and um, if, if it's easy and it's a no-brainer, then there's more chance that you're going to get those kids. They're going to stay longer and you're going to have more of them. So increasing the numbers of classes that they can take is number two. Number three is to add extra revenue streams or opportunities to involve your dancers. Now, this could be in the form of workshops. It could be things like student choreography nights where you charge a small entry fee, um, going back to your concert or your recital. So where can you increase the value 
on that particular day or that particular weekend? Could it be in the canteen? Could you charge an extra 50 cents for chips? Um, Your merchandise, your ticketing. One thing that we do is we get a coffee cart come. So particularly when we're having our concert in winter, they make a fortune uh, and we get 10% of their takings for the day. So that's that's a little bit more income for us. Uh, in summer, we get a um, nice making machine company come in and we do um, icy um, snow cones for everyone. So, and it's the same thing. We get a percentage of that. So again, just to start thinking smart about how you can increase. And it's, again, you're not ripping anyone off. You're not taking advantage of people. You are giving opportunities to your students. For example, the the student choreography night, that's a fantastic opportunity for your students to be involved, for the community to be together. So think of just different ways. The other thing with extra revenue streams is offering something new and exciting. So over the years, we added an acro program. Um, We added a boys only program, things that were back in the day, a little bit different. I know a lot of people do that. But if you don't, it's still new and exciting for your studio. Uh, circus is another thing. There's some great circus programs out there. Maybe a heels class if to encourage the older teens to come. Um, and, of course, the preschool program, which is, you know, it's, it's a huge revenue generator. It's also very good for your business because if you're running a preschool program, you are going to then expand the – hopefully expand the lifetime of your students that come. I'll go into that a little bit in a second. Um, But have a think about that. What I will suggest though, if you are offering something new and exciting, I really believe that you should plan ahead. So plan out the time of when you're going to actually launch it and start it. And then if it's possible, preview it somewhere. Have some way of building uh, the FOMO. So whether it you put on a free afternoon or um, and the kids can all attend and try it, whether you preview it at your concert. So when we introduced hip hop, which was a lot, a lot of years ago, um, what what I did is I taught our senior girls some hip hop. And then at the concert, I came out and said, I'm really excited. Next year, we're going to be offering hip hop. And here's the demonstration. Um, this is what it's all about. And so it actually showed the parents what it was and they were like, oh, wow. And then it got all the other kids who were watching really excited about it. So if you can preview it so you can build the hype because you're going to get more enrollments that way. Okay, number four is retention. You want to keep your students for as many years as possible. Of course we do. That's our goal, right? So how can we do this? Now, the very first thing I always suggest is the classroom experience. It's so important. You can be the best marketer. You can be the most creative um, on Canva. You can have the best copy in the world. But if your students get into your class and you are not delivering on what you promise with all that amazing marketing, then they they won't stay. And nor should they because, you know, you're promising something that's not being delivered. So... Your classroom experience is huge. Training your teachers is huge if you want good retention. Another way you can do, uh, another thing you can do is have a graduating system. So 
you know, over the years, sometimes the kids are like, they don't really see the progress. You know their progress because you're programming for them. But it's hard for the kids to see. It's hard for their parents to see sometimes. So can you introduce a graduating system? So for us, my studio is broken up into essentially five different levels. And so each time they move to the next level, so there'll be a couple of years maybe in one level, as they move, we do a graduation ceremony. So we roll out a red carpet and they get presented with whether it's a certificate or a medal or something and they have photo opportunities. We have the parents there. So they see the graduation process from one level to the next. Um, I know some studios use gems. So they might go from one gemstone to the next gemstone and actually um, hand them gemstones as they're, they're graduating, which is a beautiful idea. Um so that's a really good idea. The other thing that I have heard in the past, I have not done it, but I think it's a really great idea, is have your students who are graduating the following dance year, before you finish up for the, 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 the year that they're currently in, have them come along and join in a class with the next level. And, and prep up your older students to talk to them and buddy up with them and, and talk about what they're going to learn and how exciting the class is. So again, it's another preview of what they're going to be going into. Um, and of course, there's also, you know, your VIP enrollments and all the exciting stuff that goes about a whole other episode. We'll get into that in another time. But just think about that. Again, progress reports, certificates, um, a very, very powerful retention tool that I found, which I accidentally stumbled across, was parent shout outs. So at concerts, I would get up on stage and I would say thank you to the parents who are continually supporting us and recommending us on social media. I really appreciate that. And the feel, and I actually presented them with a bottle of wine. Now, the feeling that that gave them is like, oh, you know, to be so appreciated. Of course, I want this. To, I want to be part of this community. I want my child to be part of this. So it just reinforces that feeling for the parent. And it's the parent who is paying the bills and driving the kids. So that's another really great way to work on retention as well. Now, I want to go back to the preschool program and this because this slots in with retention as well. Having a preschool program is a really great idea. If you don't have one already, I would highly recommend starting something. And this doesn't require a huge outlay. It doesn't require you to buy a program that's already on the market. For starters, they are there's a lot of money that you have to outlay for that. Um, I know the return is excellent. These are excellent programs and I'm not bagging the program. But if you're not in a position to outlay that money quite yet, you can do this yourself. You can get props from from Kmart or Etsy. If you go into Kmart, there's amazing things on the shelves in the kids section, in the sports section. Um, you can do your own playlist on Spotify. Just type in children's music or the latest Disney movie or whatever's on Netflix. Find those songs and then you just need to market it. I do suggest giving it its own name and its own identity uh, because then it's easier to market. It's a little bit different um, visually it gives you another way to attract a different audience because you are attracting those the preschool age parents now but I really do recommend it because if you can get them in it then can increase the longevity of them staying at your studio which is our goal right <laughs> yes now on a side note if you join dance business academy you actually get my preschool program for free so this is one that I designed 
um, several years ago. It's been updated, of course, over the years, but it's it's a basic template of how to get started and it gives you the themes and it gives you the steps and it gives you the progressions that you need and then you just add in your music and your props. Fabulous. Um, but in saying that, so as important as your preschool program is, don't forget to make all your levels special. Okay, make that big deal about the graduation into the next level. You will see the difference in your attention. All right, and because I know many struggle, um, particularly with that age group of the kids moving from preschool to kindergarten or prep to primary school, how, whatever you call it in whatever state you're in. Um, and parents come to you with genuine concerns. You know, they they just want to take the first term off. They want their child to settle into big school. They're just worried it's going to be too much and too tired. So when you have challenges like that come at you, how can you work with that to retain as many of those students as possible? You've heard their concerns. You've heard their worries and their genuine worries. Like I remember when my kids started, started school, it, it is a big deal and they are tired. You're tired as a parent too. Side note, if you haven't been there. So what can you do? So what, why don't you make or create a kindy transition class and promote that and market that to these preschoolers who are about to go into school and talk about how you're going to run, classes are run early in the week so it's before they get tired so on a Monday or a Tuesday as opposed to Thursday, Friday because they will be exhausted by the end of the week. Have it timed so that they can come straight from school do their classes and be home still at a decent hour? And are you able to put together your classes so that there is either a combination class or shorter consecutive classes so that they're not as exhausted by, you know, by the end, but you still get to, to keep, them, keep them in the studio, keep them doing as many classes as possible. So what the idea is, you can take whatever challenge it is and then you need to then work out ways around it, okay? You're given the information, you're given the concerns of the parents. So how can you now make that work for them and for you, all right? So beyond just the marketing, what can you do? Listen to them and work with them. All right, that that's it for the points. Let me quickly recap them for you. Um, remember, this is the way we're increasing the value of the students we already have. So they're already enrolled. This isn't about trying to find new, new new enrollments. What can you do with the ones you've got? First of all, raise your prices, as simple as that is. Um, second one is to increase the number of classes that they take. Third one is to add extra revenue streams or opportunities that involve your students. Okay, remember, this is the more money you make, the more you can give back. This is not about greed. This is not about feeling guilty. This just gives you more opportunity to give back to your students. And the fourth one is to retain for as many years as possible. And um, I love retention and I love talking about it. It will be its own ep episode um, because numbers show we are really good at that. So I will talk about that later. But there are our four points for today. I hope you have found this information helpful and valuable. If you do, please share it with other dance studio owners because it's helpful for them as well. Remember, everyone's having babies for the rest of our lives. So we always have new students. We always have the opportunity to find new enrollments to come and dance with us. The download for the student value calculator, I'm going to leave the link in the show notes before. Don't forget to download that and um, go back and listen to last week's episode and it will help explain that as well. 
Okay, my friend, that is it for today. I hope you have a really great week ahead. I look forward to speaking to you next Thursday. So go start, um, continue building your dance studio empire and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dance Studio Empire. If you enjoyed it, please share it on your stories on Instagram and be sure to tag me at Dance Teacher Central so I can say thank you. And if you really want to support me and the show, I'd absolutely love for you to leave a rating or review. For all the latest from me, you can follow me at Dance Teacher Central on Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more strategies and tips to ensure you are building your dance studio empire.